1: Welcome in the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on the Nothing But Net channel every day, Monday through Friday, every weekday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Pacific. Also, check out FiveReasonsSports.com. Spill it out, F-I-V-E, ReasonsSports.com. That's where you can find all of our free South Florida sports content, including the Marlins getting to the second round of the playoffs where they'll play the Atlanta Braves behind Sixto Sanchez. They beat the Chicago Cubs up in Chicago and won that series, two games to none. Also check out all of our coverage on inner Miami and also on the hurricanes and the dolphins with the hurricanes uh, playing Clemson next week and the dolphins playing Seattle this week. Also, the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We've got a lot of them, including the Gonzalez and Tibor Law Firm. You can find them at BankruptcyIsGoodForYou.com. That's BankruptcyIsGoodForYou.com. You know, a recent report showed that over 45% of people use their stimulus checks to repay debt this is money that could have and should have gone to cover living expenses even before the pandemic. Household debt in this country, especially credit card debt was going up and it was hurting families and small businesses. Nobody likes to consider bankruptcy as an option for dealing with your debt, but it's not a dirty word. It's one of the few laws that exists to actually help consumers. So before you make another debt payment that you cannot afford or do something drastic like empty out your 401k or borrow money from friends and family, why don't you talk to a professional about your options? That's Gonzalez and Tybor. Bankruptcy is good for you.com. Phone number 954 378 8184. That's 954 378 8184. An attorney will answer your call. Consultations always free and can be done by telephone or video conference. Again, the phone number 954 378 8184. Bankruptcyisgoodforyou.com. And now, tonight's episode.
0: One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alphonse Sidney, Alex Toledo, and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network.
1: All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's the floor plan. I've got Greg Sylvander. At some point, we may be joined by Alex Toledo, who right now is on the post game. Zoom interview calls Miami Heat lose game 2 of the NBA Finals to the Los Angeles Lakers. They were competitive. They made it a bit of a game late, but they lose 124 to 114. They had a 39 point third quarter in this game where again, they kind of got themselves back into it, but ultimately 33-9 nine and 9 from LeBron James and more impactful 32 and 14 from from Anthony Davis including Eight offensive rebounds. The Lakers had 16 offensive rebounds in this game. The Heat played without Bam Adebayo, and it showed. Also without Goran Dragic, although they made up for some of that, um, and we'll get into it. So, Greg, let's. I, I want to start here. There's, there's no consolation prizes in the NBA Finals, right? I mean, we're not going to go overboard sort of praising effort, but they did compete in the second half in a situation that looked pretty hopeless at times in the first half because they were just so outgunned and really had no options for Anthony Davis other than kind of zoning it up and then giving up a ton of defensive rebounds. And it really wasn't until the second half when Kelly Olenek found his legs a little bit. But one of the problems with Kelly Olenek is he can give you some good moments, but if you're relying on him too much, you saw some of the results we saw in the fourth quarter.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're just overmatched. It's just you can't deny it. And uh, you saw the hallmark things that you love to see from the Heat. So there, there is an element of of this game that you walk away from it and you feel good about the effort that they had and that kind of thing. But you're right, there's no consolation prize. It's just not enough. And, um, you know, when you give up 16 offensive rebounds, as you referenced before, um, it led to 26 more field goal attempts for the Lakers than the Heat. And yeah. you, you just, you're not going to survive that in a game like this. Uh, you know, I, I liked what I saw from Jimmy. KO obviously stepped up in big ways. I thought Hero for playing 42 minutes and having to kind of play through some rough stretches ultimately rounded out a really good game. Um, so there were some things to take from this, and I think you could conceivably look at a game that flowed like this and think if you had Gorn and Bam that you could have made a run and got it closer, but it seemed like every time the Heat got it to 11 or to 10, once it got down to 9, but it was hovering around this 10 mark and um, mm-hmm. then the Lakers would hit another three and they just couldn't get over the hump there. So it's just – it's unfortunate, but it's, it's a product of that they're just two men short.
1: Yeah, and look, I'm glad you mentioned Jimmy there because we should hit him in the very beginning. Um, His effort was tremendous tonight. I mean, it really was. I mean, I knew he would play 42-plus minutes And what did he end up with? I think he ended up with 44. He got that little break at the beginning of the second quarter with Hero, and that was a disaster as as you expected it to be. I think they were minus six during that period of time by the time Jimmy came back. But Jimmy ended up with 45 minutes, 25, 8, and 13 uh, with just three turnovers, which considering how much the ball was in his hands wasn't too bad. He was 11 of 12 from the free throw line. I mean, we can talk about him not being a lead scorer, but he he was a lead player tonight. I mean, oh, he 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 it yeah he tried to carry them. Um, I thought at times he overpassed, particularly to Kelly late, some of those situations. But really, Eric only played eight guys. I mean, Solomon Hill and Derek Jones Jr. got one combined minute between them. So he basically brought Olenek, Iguodala, and Nunn off the bench. Um, Nunn had some moments. He ended up with 13 points, four rebounds, three assists. He also had a block of Anthony Davis. I thought he competed, but every time there were a couple things in this game um, that were really problematic. But again, a lot of it just has to do with them being overmatched. There were so many times in this game, Greg, where you turned around and Duncan Robinson was guarding LeBron James. It's just, and we've talked, Alex has harped on that. I don't know how you avoid it, but it kept happening, happening, happening. Duncan ended up being a minus 20 21, which was worst on the team. He was two of seven from three. And I just hate to say it. It's going to be a conversation we're going to have here over the next couple of months. He has been the one guy. I mean, none had the issues in the bubble. But he's, Duncan's been the one guy who, as the competition level has gone up and the attention to him has gotten greater, has not been able to respond. And, you know, it's difficult when you're getting switched on to LeBron James. I get that. Um, that was one of the things that was really problematic. Obviously, the defensive rebounding was problematic. Um, but, but those switches, they just kept – I mean, LeBron looked non-pressed. You, you, know, you know, Greg, covering LeBron for all those years, you could tell when LeBron was pushed in a game – I don't feel like this zone defense and I understand Eric can't really go to much else, but it does. It, it's not, it's not making him think it's not making him work. He's just picking it apart.
2: Yeah. Well, and a lot of that has to do with that. He has a player like Anthony Davis that essentially can't miss. I mean, he's, right. he was unbelievable tonight and, that um, release valve when they get LeBron in the middle of that zone and finding uh, Anthony Davis right at the rim. I mean, that happened a couple of times. And also when you have uh, shooters in the corners that are keeping them honest, I mean, it's just, it's tough to, to stop LeBron James and, and with Duncan Robinson, it's, it's a little uh, disconcerting to see him kind of shrink in other acts, aspects of his game. I mean, he had four assists, but, you know, not being really active on the boards kind of shows me that there's a timid aspect to the way that he's approaching. And and if your one elite skill is to hit threes, it would, you know, when you hit – when you take seven threes, be four of seven, be five of seven. Yeah. That, that, can, that can sometimes get you going in other areas, and it just hasn't happened for him. Um, and I would expect that they may – I mean, 21 minutes is probably as low as you can go with this cast, but it's just – it's a weird scenario where if he's not going to give you anything on the defensive end at some point, I feel like you have to look at another guy.
1: Yeah, and, you know, he plays so much off the BAM dribble handoff too. And whenever they tried any dribble handoff situations today, he tried a couple times with Kelly. They squeezed that thing so quickly there was just no space. And and that's what stuck out to me in the first half. The Lakers were getting their shots so easily. I mean, guys left wide open – and the Heat tightened that up in the second half, but in the first half, they were getting those easy, easy looks, and the Heat were working for everything. And, and yeah. the other guy, the other guy we got to talk about, you know, you mentioned Tyler kind of worked through it tonight. Okay, he was better than Game One, but you again, this this series, I tweeted this is going to be very clarifying for Heat Heat brass. Okay, I understand that they're shorthanded, but there are certain things that that they're going to look at this off season. One is is Duncan Robinson a player for the big stage? I think that's, you're having a few more questions about that. But the other one is, you can see where Tyler is going to need to get stronger because he can't get taller, okay? And you're watching him tonight, and he's struggling to shoot, get his shots off over length. And the Lakers have so much length because of the way, again, their, their, their perimeters are bigger than some of the other teams that they face. And then you get LeBron, and then you get AD. And so if he can't get bigger, he's going to have to get stronger. He's going to have to, uh, you know, and, and that may take a couple of years, but that process is going to start this offseason because I, I admire the way that he fought through it tonight. Um, but you can see some of the limitations. This is the first time where we always joke when the about the short arms thing. Like, yeah, you see, you see the ramifications of
2: it. But the thing with Tyler yeah. is that I feel like the one thing you know is going to happen with a, a young player in that Miami Heat program is that he's going to build his body out. And if he can get to a a place where he has a little bit of a bigger frame, I think that he's crafty enough on offense, kind of like the stuff that Jimmy does where he gets underneath guys and gets fouls called, he's going to be able to add some of that to his game. So ultimately I think like when you see the offensive package, the repertoire is there for him to be a really good player, but you're right. There's, there's further development needed. Uh, definitely on the physical side of it.
1: Well, let's talk about the starting lineup. Um, would you go with it in the next game? They were okay early, and then they fell behind six, I think, by the time that they came out. Um, Myers competed. He had some pretty good moments, uh, but you could see the limitations there, too. Uh, Anthony Davis was getting where he wanted to go also. Yeah. Uh, well, the whole game, but, but particularly early. Um, you know, starting Hero instead of None. I, I had kind of felt that they probably should start None, get him comfortable with that group early. Obviously, he just wanted to get Hero additional minutes. Would you start that same group again?
2: I don't think so. I I actually think that. Well, the hope is that Bam is back, right? So that that would be step one. But the way Olenek played tonight, uh, and I know, like, maybe there can be some argument for having none and Olenek coming off the bench to kind of give you a a boost. But twenty-four and nine, and nine of sixteen from the field. Like, I feel like he's earned the opportunity to make. Maybe even uh, if Bam doesn't play, you can uptick him and get him in the 40-minute range. I mean, why not? Like, at this point, um, you know, I was calling for Udonis Haslam halfway through this game because <laughs> right. of the way Anthony Davis was scoring. So at that point, like, maybe KO is not going to stop Davis, obviously. But to get 24 points out of him on a team that starved for offense just to find options to score, I think that that is something you have to look at going forward, especially with Duncan Robinson shrinking.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned Haslam. Um, I was sitting right above here uh, and watching him the whole game, and he I, I haven't seen him chewing guys out this much in a game in a long time. So maybe they should have thrown him in for a couple minutes just to kind of break things because um, they did respond to him and the way he went after them. And, and I actually thought and, – and, again, I give the heat uh, – no consolation prizes, but their energy, you know, just watching them in the huddles in the second half – They believed they could win. And, you know, considering what they're up against right now, I mean, that was kind of half the battle tonight. They definitely competed. There were You mentioned the corner threes. There was a Kuzma corner three. There was a Morris corner three that really hurt them late. And then just the offensive rebounding. And just a couple of times, there was one possession where Jimmy guarded Anthony Davis as well as you can possibly guard another basketball player. And somehow he still drove the baseline and got it up with his left hand. And it's just like you're just watching it. It's just men against boys. Like, I, I don't. I don't feel like they, with, with their group, and maybe it's different with Dragic and Bam to a degree, but with their group, they can't, they just can't make LeBron and AD sweat enough. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't, it doesn't look to me like the finals and maybe some of it is no, you know, no crowds that plays into it, but the finals that I've watched LeBron where he was really made to work and I he he's, he seems to be operating at 75% effort and it's enough. It's just, it's, 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 it's enough. And, and, and I think to a degree, you know, the zone defense is a little insulting to him, too. I mean, he, he's just picking the thing apart. I mean, he's, he's a basketball, whatever you think of LeBron. I mean, he has the highest basketball IQ, perhaps, in NBA history. And yeah. he's just he's just picking the thing apart. His last one, right in front of me here, he just got into the middle of the zone. He made that little fadeaway and it was over. That was it, okay? I mean, Jimmy scored on the other end, but there were like two and a half minutes left. And you knew that that thing, that thing was done. Um, we're going to talk about where we go from here. here maybe alex will join us uh, if not, we're not going to do a long episode tonight. I want to tell you, though, about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Do you need a realtor who will treat you as a valued client and not just another commission? Let me recommend that you consult with Eric Brown at fivereasonsrealtor.com. That's right, that's the website, F I V E, reasonsrealtor.com, the official realtor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Eric's a real estate professional with several years of experience representing celebrities, executives, and professional athletes, but also first time home buyers. With a Wharton School of Business Education, he's uniquely qualified at identifying property value, negotiating on your behalf, and providing an unmatched level of service. So, If you're considering selling or buying a home in South Florida, or just want to know what your property's worth in this strong real estate market, contact Eric at 305-967-9089, 305-967-9089, or go to 5reasonsrealtor.com. If he can't help you, he'll recommend someone who can. How about that? Find out what his specialized business, professional business approach can do for you today. Eric Brown at 5reasonsrealtor.com, the official realtor of the 5 Reasons Sports Network. You mentioned BAM. Um, let me pose this question to you because, I, you know, Goron apparently pushed to play also. You're down 2-0, right? I mean, at this point, I just tell Goran, just take the rest of the year off, right, or the rest of the season, right? I mean, what, what is – I thought if they won today, maybe you look at it differently, you know, then maybe you hold them out one more game, and if it's a 2-1 series – But at this stage, would you even look to play – before we get to Bam, would you even look to play Goran Dragic again?
2: I would not. I mean, I think that there is a little bit more doubt about his availability um, from the team side than maybe uh, is being led on. Um, And I think Goran wants to push it because Goran is a tough SOB. But ultimately, uh, when you're down 2-0, if you have the chance to get Bam back, and we're going to talk about him in a minute – if you, if you look at the way that this game played out and you were to get Bam out of the bio back in any level of the, you know, Bam being Bam at that point, you feel like maybe you could squeak out a game three win on Sunday. And then you know what, like if, if you want to talk about Gorn, maybe that's something you look at, but ultimately I don't think that they should go there. I feel like at this point, um, with Hero logging big minutes, Kendrick Nunn kind of finding a little bit more of his groove, why why risk it at this point? I, I, I don't know. I I don't see how you're going to overcome LeBron and AD. Kendrick Perkins talked about how they this may be the best teammate that's ever complimented LeBron, and Wade, I think, quote-tweeted it and said uh, that he agreed. And um, so when they're playing at this level, I, I don't know that there's anything they can do at this point.
1: All right, so bam then, right? Because it, is it a shoulder? Is it a neck? <laughs> I guess I, I saw him on the, the bench. The neck is
2: what's on the injury report.
1: Well, they, they did switch it. You're right. They did switch it. I watched him on the bench. I watched him standing up cheering. I mean, you know, I mean, that doesn't mean he can play, but I mean, he didn't look in discomfort. I'll just leave it at that. Um, you know, he would have made a difference tonight for sure. It, just simply getting Anthony Davis off spots, uh, being more active in the zone. He might've been the guy switching out on LeBron in some of those situations. So there's no question he can help. You know, I I guess it's just pain tolerance, right? If if he's comfortable playing, you play him. Um, you give it one last shot to save your season. If it doesn't work out, you give him game four off. I mean, that, that's what I might yeah. look at. No,
2: I think that that is probably something uh, that would be. Uh, the most prudent approach. If he, if he wants to give it a go and there's truly no way that he can uh, further, you know, make the injury any worse than, then let him give it a go. See if you can squeak out a win. I feel like they're so close. Like there were just so many moments where there would be an offensive rebound, kick out for a three and they would get back down by 13 or 14. And they just couldn't crack it. I feel like maybe if you have bam for a game, you can crack it, get it closer. Maybe you squeak one out. Um, but ultimately I uh, don't risk it that that's the, the overall overarching point.
1: All right. Uh, a couple quotes from Alex, cause I don't think he's going to join us, but he is on the calls. Eric Spolster. It was a different look for our defense, but we didn't finish a lot of those plays. I don't think it would have mattered man or zone. There were eight to 10 possessions where there, where we didn't finish. He said, also said, we don't give a shit what anybody, everybody else thinks. Our group is extremely stubborn, persistent. We just need to figure out this opponent. He said, if you want something badly enough, you'll figure out how to overcome it. We're trying to get something accomplished, and you have to get to another level. That's the bottom line. Um, I, you know, he, look, he has to be defiant. Um, his leader is defiant and and i respect their effort tonight i really do uh with with that being said greg and the final thing to close with there's a real possibility they're going to get swept out of the finals and i just it it's frustrating because of how well they've played how hard they've competed they've been here now i think it's 87 days (laughs) um they've certainly made an impression on other players around the league they've set themselves up for the future would it be deflating, though, to get swept? I mean, if, I feel like almost if you get one, it's like Philadelphia getting one against the Lakers with Iverson stepping on Ty Lue, right? I know it was the first game of that series, but I just feel like a, I hate that we're at this point where we're saying if they can just get one, but, but I do think that would give them a better feeling going into the offseason.
2: Yeah, just because, you know, you, you don't want to get swept, obviously, but I think there's a little bit of a different vibe to it when you don't have Bam or Gorn. I feel like that kind of can... Um, Pacify why you would get swept in a different way than if the Heat all of a sudden realized after game two and they were fully healthy that they were just completely overmatched anyway, then it, it, you get into a situation where you feel like, yeah, we've kind of moved the goalposts on our expectations and you got to get one so that you don't feel like you were just ran off the floor, but with no Bam and no Goren, I just feel like that that's just an unrealistic expectation maybe even at this point. So um, I'm not as disappointed or deflated, but I know that, you know, heat fans probably will be.
1: Yeah. And and you've also, like I said, you've clarified some things, right? I mean, with Duncan Robinson, you're kind of you know you look at it a little bit differently. We've talked about him being untouchable, but he's obviously gonna have to expand his game for that to really be the case. With Tyler Hero, he's gonna need to get stronger. Derek Jones Jr. looks like a guy they're gonna let walk. I mean, if he can't get minutes tonight, yeah, no, you're totally right. He's, I mean, he's out of this mix for sure. Um, Jay Crowder's a guy they've leaned on, so it looks like he's there. And then you know Myers is one of those where he, he can come back, but it's clearly gonna be at less money. Than we were talking about a little while ago and it's as an extra big it's not as 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 a starting big but i tweeted this tonight and and i understand with, without bam and without Dragic it changes things but you can see how badly they need a serge Ibaka. like they they need uh they need another they need a versatile big who can defend um badly i think it's this i think it's their single biggest need i i really like, do like I, jeremy grant no,
2: not, well, that, Jer- not that Jer- they're giving out four-year deals. Well, that's but, the problem.
1: Jeremy Grant's yeah. going to look for too much. But can you convince, you know, Serge Ibaka to take one? And, and can you do it while still retaining Dragic and Crowder? That's that's the issue. You know, and you're going to have to send out money probably to make that work. I mean, you know, the other thing is you've got a couple guys who could be movable in Nunn and Olenic who maybe have recovered a little of their value here in the you're past right. week.
2: That's the you know, avenue. This, and right, and so- then
1: we're going to unpack the we're going to, well i want to save it because we're going i looks like we're going to have weeks of that but yes you know but but i do think that you know that's we're looking for small positives here those are small positives that maybe kelly Olenek looks valuable to somebody as a, as a big who can give you some scoring punch and maybe none looks salvageable which he didn't look like maybe 2 weeks ago so those things are good but you're also seeing uh, t- the playoffs always tell man, the playoffs always tell they, they tell you whether guys are ready for the moment, how they fit against certain opponents. Um, I wish that the heat had been at full strength in this series. Cause you would have gotten a better idea, but even if they'd been at full strength, they still need a big, like a Bach or Millsap. <laughs> okay. They still, or Jeremy Grant, you know, and they probably still need, you know, another ball handler who can also defend because asking Jimmy to do what he did tonight. I mean, I was, watch- he's handling the ball. He's rebounding. He's asked to. See, he's he's expected to score. And I got Heat fans on Twitter saying he's not scoring enough. I'm like, he's playing 44 minutes. He's defending LeBron James. He's bringing the ball up the floor. He's setting up his teammates. Yeah. No. I he mean, did max player stuff. Come on uh, now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he. I, 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 if you're expecting him to be a 35 point a game guy, that's not him. But he gave you what Jimmy Butler needed to give you tonight. They got something from Malik, but they needed. You know, I said before the game they needed 15 threes, right? What did they end up with? They ended uh, up with... 11 of 27.
2: The Lakers shot 20 more th- three-point field goals. I mean, like, that's just – you
1: can't overcome it. No, you can't overcome it, but it also shouldn't happen in a game where you needed the math to go in your favor, you know, three to two, right? And so, you know, the Lakers returned to their form. They're a 34% three-point shooting team. That's what they shot tonight. Danny Green and Caldwell Pope shot three of 19 from three. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter. They they returned to what they were, but LeBron and AD were what they are. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and also when you get 16, 4, and 10 from Rondo, mm, you know, that's yeah. – that was kind of the X factor. And I know you got to give him those shots, but, I mean, he got to his spots on the floor way too easy tonight. So, all in all, rough effort um, in terms of the result. I thought pretty good effort from the Heat in terms of continuing to compete. Uh, we'll be back – on Sunday, I will not be back here on Sunday. So I know everybody's going to tr- – if you want to bet on the Heat, that's the time to do it. Go to mybookie.ag, use the code 5 on the floor, double your deposit. Um, I would expect the Heat to probably be – if Bam doesn't play, they'll be a 10-point underdog on Sunday. So you want to take a chance on the Heat, that's the night to do it. All right, well, no Alex tonight. The I'm he- right here. Oh, you are here. All right, we'll give you one minute because we're closing <laughs> this thing up. Okay, just, just give me your one-minute thought.
0: Listen, I came into tonight with my expectations right. I knew they were going to lose. I was going into it thinking it was going to be 0-2. I don't mean to sound like I'm all out of guts. I just don't think they could run the zone or prevent a team like LeBron and and AD from being in the paint with Myers and Kelly in the back line there. I like that they executed their zone better this time, other than Kelly O'Linick and, you know, kind of allowing a lot of points in the paint. But I thought they did a good job of kind of contesting the threes properly and letting the right guys shoot. I thought they just did a better job executing that part. Uh, Kelly never had a chance. I don't even blame him for kind of just being scored on in the paint over and over he doesn't have a chance versus those guys. Other than that, if you're getting Bam and Goran back for game 3, I just think that's it. Now it's just time to come, to try to come back from down 0-2. I the game plan is still there. I'm I'm still I still want them to stick with that game plan and I think I, I think they're winning next game. I think it's going to be 2-1 by then, wow, I but,
1: but you think Goran's playing? I don't think Goran's playing. No,
0: I'm saying it, whether or not Goran's playing, I think with Bam back, they have enough to win next game.
1: All right, we'll see. I, I think they're going to need the Lakers to relax a little bit for that to happen. One thing we just talked about, the Lakers shot 20 more threes than the Heat tonight. That is. Oh, yeah.
0: I, Thank I you just, for reminding me that. I mean, we, we knew that was going to be the game plan, that they're going to be taking a lot of threes. And, and you got to give the, the the Lakers a lot of credit. They're doing a really good job on defense of not letting, allowing the Heat to get good looks from three. like they're, And it's been like that in the playoffs, right? We knew it was going to happen with Hero and, and, and Duncan, that they were going to get run off the line. But the Lakers are doing an excellent job. I kind of underestimated that part. I thought Duncan would be able to get some space this series, and that has not been the case whatsoever. And if the Lakers are going to outshoot the Heat from three, I don't think they're going to win any games. Like, I think with or without Bam, you need to hit more threes than the Lakers, even if they're taking a higher volume. You're supposed to be the better shooting team. You got this far because of the amount of elite shooting you put around Jimmy and Bam. And and they're, they're doing a good job executing, I think, right? Like, they put – it was a good effort tonight. But – if those threes are falling at that rate and the Lakers are outscoring you from three, out-rebounding you, you know, the points in the paint is always going is, is to be a huge gap. Like, there's just no way to win in that way. I think that's the formula.
1: All right, we're gonna close it there because I got a bus to catch and I'm getting out of here on Saturday. So we will pod again. That's how I know
0: they're winning Game Three.
1: Well, that's that's what I just said. Everybody's saying this is all my fault. So I'll, I'll heal Bam's neck before I leave. And didn't then, you,
0: then... you call it? You said that you, that the Heat were gonna be down 0-2 before you got to the bubble. Didn't? You?
1: Well, exactly, and they're down 0-2. But again, I don't. Thanks think for I have... reminding everyone, Alex. Well, hey, I, I don't. I don't have accountability. I don't have quite as much to do with it as Anthony Davis does though. I don't think anyway. All right. Check out all of our sponsors, five reasons, realtor.com. Uh, also bankruptcy is good for you.com. Uh, that's our friends over at Gonzalez and Tybor, And also I mentioned, um, go to mybookie.ag use the code five on the floor. If you believe in the heat right now, you're going to get a great number to win this series. I'll tell you that. All right. We'll be back on Sunday night. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five reasons Sports network. One, two, three, four, five on the floor. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go.